Happy day. Happy day, happy day. Oh, happy oh, day. And Olive says hello too. Olive, our, my three-legged dog, shh. It's not, it's not your cue yet, Olive. She's just so excited. Can we good get morning. a microphone for the good dog? Day. Good evening and good, good. night. <laughs> Mark our tech to get Olive mic'd up. <laughs> Hi, Danny. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. Um, yeah. Good yeah. week? Great week. Super productive. Um, you know, in our last podcast, we were talking about um, eliminating, um, just eliminating distractions. And I mm-hmm. feel like I like made that effort to do that. And um, it really helped with the productivity of my week. Oh, that's yeah. good to hear. How was your week? It was great. It was great. Uh, friends in town, unicorn parties. Come on. I mean, come on. What more could you ask for? Yeah. While you were at the unicorn party, I was at the Space Cowboy roller skate party. Roller skates of death, as they call it. Yes. Uh, And it was very fun. But just the fact that we're in a city where you can go to a unicorn party or a Space Cowboy roller skate party is pretty cool. And then you can go snowboarding, which I'm going to try to do tomorrow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Okay. So where we left off last time, I think... We talked a lot about what I did in my past yes. in terms of biochemistry and, and all that boring stuff. That was not boring, so... Okay, well... Anyway, go on. Uh, I want to hear more about Fashion Denver. Sure. What I'm specifically sure would you like to know about Fashion Just Denver? Just give us the headlines, you all know? Right. what What is it? So, How long have you uh, been doing it? Let's just, I'm going to give you the nutshell story. But um, back when I was eight years old, I was designing paper purses in third grade. And I was calling paper myself purses. the paper purse police. And then Woo! right out of college, I ended up starting a real handbag business. Um, just because I loved handbags and I was passionate about handbags and organizing handbags. And that ended up taking off. And I ended up in um, L.A. and San Francisco and Paris doing these really fun Bowie. opportunities. We Bowie. And um, I this is like the super duper in a short nutshell story. But um, in 2004, I moved back to Denver and I wanted to take everything that I had learned from having my own fashion business and use those experiences to help other designers start their businesses. So um, Fashion Denver is turning 15 this year. Um, and it's really an organization company um, in which I can connect our local fashion community. So I do a lot of consulting, emceeing, production of fashion events, um, and really just providing an opportunity for designers to have a platform to shine. So yeah, um, that's what Fashion Denver is. I think um, I think when you can share your experiences um, from what you've done and through the hard parts and the fun parts and then use those experience to help other people like see that they can do it too, that's like that's what life is all about. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and for you viewers and listeners that want more information on how yes. awesome Brandy is, uh, there is a 303 magazine article all about you. Yes. All about her. Yeah. So check it out. We'll put the link in the uh, comments. <laughs> yeah. In the, somewhere <laughs> where this is going. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank interwebs. you so much also just for your support because it's 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 great. It's nice to have somebody who can kind of 
hype you up because it's hard to hype yourself up. But I appreciate I appreciate your encouragement. Hype Mandy. So that's Fashion Denver. I even have a jingle, so I'll send you over the jingle too. Oh, it's pretty perfect. Fun. Yeah. Fashion Denver jingle. Yep. It's Fashion It'll get stuck in your head and like then you'll the be like, com in there. yeah, dot com. Speedia dot com. <laughs> dot com. This, this podcast is not sponsored by Expedia, but we have used it. Have mm. you used Expedia? Not for like eons. Yeah, same. I'm a kind of, I go to kayak. Huh. If okay. I, if I want to know a general pricing for flights and mm-hmm. travel and maybe cars too, although I found the car ones, it's dodgy, <laughs> but for flights, I'll go to kayak. I know a lot of people mm-hmm. use Google flights. Uh, hmm. I'll get a general price and then that way, you know, I go to United to get my points. Yep. Okay. But if I feel like I'm really missing out on a great price, then I might go somewhere else. But hmm. kayak's good too. I do that. Expedia, hmm. Been a while. Yeah. It's kind of like, did you, did you use Shatner? Alta Vista to get to Expedia? Do you remember Alta Vista? No, no. Okay, never mind. No. I don't remember that. Ah, what? Ah. Uh, anywho little bit about uh, what I'm going to be doing, uh, hopefully tomorrow, snowboarding. Awesome, yes. And I'd like to do another snowboard guitar uh, song going down the mountain. Oh, yes. Is it going to be called, he'll be coming around the, down the mountain <laughs> with his guitar? I, yeah, actually, I should do that. And I should lend you my waterproof ukulele. That is the the next thing. I feel like I need to keep on extending out because you know i've done the snowboarding thing with the guitar Mm -hmm. uh i've done biking with a guitar i'd like to do something water-based how cool would it be to water surfing oh yeah you can't water you have to hold that fall down on you yeah i think so okay oh thank you (laughs) it's all part of real life with danny and brandy there you go. Okay. Perfect. Good? Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. But I came across this article. I think we talked about this briefly about chairlift speed dating. Oh, yes. And this, I think, is a brilliant idea. Uh, I just have a little brief snippet here. <clears throat> <clears throat> a new twist on speed dating. A Wisconsin ski resort is working with a matchmaking company to offer lonesome singles a chance to meet their mate while riding up the hill on a chairlift, calling it chairlift speed dating. Nearly 100 people paid $58 to participate in the Wilmot Ski Resorts event. That's in Wisconsin. Uh, they filled out a survey asking their age, interests, and what they're looking for in a potential mate. The hmm. next step was to show up at the resort about an hour southwest of Milwaukee with ski gear and an open mind. That kind of sounds <laughs> yes. weird when they say that. <laughs> an open mind. Like this is going to turn into like a four chair <laughs> orgy going up the mountain with an open mind. <laughs> uh, once the matchmaking, uh, once the matchmaker groups, sorry, once the matchmaker groups, the couples, they head to the ski lift. They have just three minutes to decide if it's a good match. That's the amount of time it takes to get from the bottom of the hill to the top of the hill, which tells you a little something about Wisconsin skiing. <laughs> yeah. Three minute lift? Come on. Wow. I yeah. mean, I'm kind of a ski snob, but three minutes, that's a tiny hill. That is a tiny hill. Is that a magic carpet ride? 
uh, that's the the green lift. Okay. You know, where they just have that little carpet conveyor belt oh, that okay. takes you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I think that takes about three minutes in Breckenridge. Anyway, uh, so they have three minutes to decide. And then when they get to the top, that's when they decide, oh, are we going to ski together or are we going to ski apart? Ooh. Yeah. Huh. I think it's brilliant. I think it's super fun. And I'd like to try it. I would love to try it. Have you ever done speed dating? I've never done speed dating, but I've thought about it. There was one speed dating event down uh, the block at Vital Root. Mm -hmm. And I was going to do it with a friend, but then she was like, nah, let's not do it. I don't know. Okay. So you and I were both single, correct? Correct. So like as being speedy and like really getting to like, what do you look for in a mate? Like, I want to hear, what do you look for in a mate, Danny? Hmm. That's a great question. I, uh, I look for, I don't know, there's, there's many things. And again, like the island story, this could go down a real yeah. rabbit hole. But I'd say top line, I find that I need somebody to compliment my uh, personality. Mm-hmm. I'm a little crazy. And I need somebody to be like the, the you know, down to earth Mm-hmm. cool one that Can lines things you. up and gets gets things on a task uh uh-huh. where i i can like you know go out and do my creative weird stuff yep uh and obviously like having somebody that was can keep up on the ski slope would be great that's yeah. why i'm so intrigued by this uh chair speed dating and uh yeah i guess I guess there's many things, but that's uh, that's uh, it'll take forever to go through that list. Okay. What about you? What's the top one? Um, I would say top one is just a lover of loving love. Somebody who loves to serve others mm-hmm. and um, loves to love me. Um, somebody who's kind. Um, somebody who just wants to go on adventures and travel the world doing good. Um, and also just somebody who's driven. Like um, Drive is important to me. And... I also really would love to meet someone who's joyful on their own. You know, have you ever been in a relationship or dating someone where it's like they need you to be joyful or they need. Oh yeah, that's the worst. And that's, that's hard. And I feel like, yeah, it's an energy suck. And I think it's so easy. And as someone who spent their twenties and thirties kind of constantly in a relationship and now really taking like I haven't had a boyfriend for a few years oh, really? and I've really taken just that time to just get to know myself and get to know who I am and find that contentment within me. And, um, and I, I don't, I want someone who's content in who they are and mm-hmm. who's joyful on their own and who doesn't need me to like fill a hole, but they, they're already whole. Um, yeah. so I'm just excited to see what, what the future holds. And, you know, I think I've also learned I'm not going to settle. Like sometimes it's so easy to feel lonely that you kind of are like, well, this will do this person will do for now. Cause I kind of feel lonely yeah. and it's hard to say, no to that temporary fix um but uh in the long run it's just so great to actually to be able to just kind of say no and to be like no i'm not gonna settle and i'm holding out yeah i was just talking to a buddy who's kind of going through uh this i don't know what's gonna happen and uh yeah i i think i found myself in the position of being with somebody because it's comfortable yep and then you're just like, well, you know, this isn't 
ideal and this is probably not the person that I should end up with, but you it'll know, do. it'll do for now. And when that person yeah. comes along, I will, I'll know. And then I'll, you know, hop off this train yeah, and board exactly. another one. Yeah. And it doesn't work that way, which yep. I found, you know, your energy and your time yeah. and just your presence ends up being invested in somebody else. And then you don't have that time to be around and just uh, like when that person does come along, yep. you know, you're tied up in something else. So yeah, I've yeah made it. I think what we were talking about last time, just eliminating, you know, the stuff that is not healthy for you right? and, and embrace when something does come along. <coughs> so, yeah, I just don't feel, you know, in the meantime, I, I'm all about having like fun adventures yeah. and like, um, you know, I, I probably get myself into a lot of predicaments, <laughs> but I'm having a blast. Yeah. Uh, but realizing that like, you know, when somebody does come along that I'll be able to identify it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. Awesome. We'll see. So that's love but with Danny and Brandy. I think somebody <laughs> should bring chairlift speed dating to Colorado. And I, I know would specifically hop on that. Specifically, which uh, resort to? Which one? A little place right on the cusp of where the tunnel is. A little place called Loveland. <laughs> on Valentine's Day. Yeah, we're going to propose that. <laughs> Speed dating. Welcome to yeah. Loveland. So let's put that on our like to really come with an open mind. <laughs> <laughs> what if, like, okay, here's here's something that <laughs> might deter me. What if like <clears throat> in the speed dating process, totally fat owned or met this awesome dude and he totally couldn't snowboard? Like that would kind of be a well. That's all part of the process, right? Yeah, but do you like if they're super awesome but they're not good at snowboarding? Would that be a deal breaker for me well i think that's something that you have to decide right i think this whole thing is setting up like a hey you know a big part of dating is like finding people that have common interests right Mm -hmm. and so immediately you know you're on the mountain you know people that snowboard and stuff and ski you know are big adventurers and Mm -hmm. having somebody that can hang is very important super important um you know and i grew up with like my dad is super, you know, energetic and will go out. And my mom, you know, did skiing just so, you know, we could be with a family. Mm-hmm. And I think she enjoyed it too. But, you know, she doesn't do it as much. Yeah. My dad does. So I, you know, I'm perfectly fine if I meet the love of my life, having them not snowboard right. and hang out at the lodge or something. But it would be awesome to meet yeah. somebody that can do that too. Yeah. But either way, you kind of set the... Uh, stage that you're out there, you're doing something mm-hmm. outdoorsy, you're open, you've got an open mind. <laughs> Bring an open mind. <laughs> Get on the six chair. <laughs> so you've set the stage that you're ready for adventure and then you're on the chair and there's nothing else to do except chat. Right. I feel like sitting on a chairlift is a great opportunity to get to know people better. Absolutely. And then you ski. And, you know, if you can keep up with each other, then yep. you ride up the chair again. Yep. I, I, I'm yeah. in love with this yeah. idea. And somebody yeah. better bring it we to freaking Loveland. We will. I we personally will. wouldn't like it to be at Loveland because I have the Epic Pass. Yeah, so but. You could do Breckenridge. You can do a tour. You could do multiple different places. Hmm. All huh. around Summit County. Okay. I'm all about it. And I'm all about it. That sounds super fun. I'm going to... Uh, and honestly, like I actually most of the time snowboard a lot by myself anyway. 
So I go up You're there. You're a lonely single. Yeah. Looking well, for... I'm not a lonely single, but I'm alone single. <laughs> You're alone single. And I love that there's a singles line too. Yeah. Oh, I lo- even if I'm not totally alone, I'll still hit the singles line and be like, come on, let's go. Maybe, maybe <clears throat> we shouldn't even think about just having this be an event, but we should have ski places incorporate a singles line singles and looking or something you know so you go into singles line but if you're a single and looking then they pair you up yeah it's kind of like a church when the pastor's like all right all the single people look around Mm -hmm. hope and scope Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that but in the that's fun i like that idea or maybe it doesn't even have to be an event maybe we just make a group on facebook and we're like hey guys we're doing this thing meet at the singles line at breckenridge at this time come with an open mind yeah come with an open mind i love it Let's do it. That sounds okay, fun. Okay, perfect. Next order of business. Okay. Um, an advertisement. Okay. For Atomo molecular oh. coffee. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is this is something amazing, and you should definitely check it out okay. online. Uh, Atomo molecular coffee. They are food scientists, biochemists, entrepreneurs, and all above above all. Mess that up. Above all, coffee addicts. And they've reverse engineered the coffee wow. bean to create a better cup of coffee, all while helping to protect the environment for generations to Love come. It. These people, and by these people, we'll talk about this later. I'm slightly involved. Uh, and that's why this is free advertisement. So, <clears throat> coffee, as you know, is like number two commodity in the world, a What's lot the of energy. One? I'll give you one guess. Beer? No. Oh, I don't have no idea. No. I mean, just think about what you need to fill up your car with. Gas. Oil, yeah. Oil, Oil is okay. number one. Okay. Coffee, number two. And oh. this is a very, very labor-intensive process. You have to, A, have a very specific part of the world, the coffee belt around, you know, I forget what the exact uh, latitude is or longitude. Longitude, latitude? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You can... You can correct Longitude us. is long. Latitude is... Ah, yes. Yeah. So yeah. the latitude it has to be within a certain distance from the equator. Okay. And then on top of that, you have to have the right altitude. So you have to be up on a you know, mountain or hill. And then you have to have all the right conditions to make coffee. So hmm. you've wow. got to grow coffee. Then you've got to get people to pick the coffee. Then you've got to process the coffee, which means you've got to take the cherry off, the bean... You can, there's multiple different ways of washing and drying it. Then you've got to store it somewhere and then you've got to import and export it and then you've got to roast it and then you've got to serve it at some cafe. Wow. So there's many steps, many billions of dollars traded uh, hands. And, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of socioeconomical issues around the world uh, in terms of what coffee farmers make, what the people working on the coffee farmers make, how much importers and exporters make. There's just a lot of history with wow. coffee too. Yeah. So what Atomo is trying to do is basically take the molecules that make up the taste, which include acidity, bitterness, uh, caramels, cocos, you know, all the flavors and all the compounds that make those flavors that give it body, mouthfeel, and identify what we really are attracted to in coffee and basically make coffee from a molecular standpoint using natural extracts. Um, So this is a new company. And if you can do this and if you can find extracts that are easier to get, um, 
you know, their goal is to make coffee without using the coffee bean, hmm. which we are also seeing coffee production uh, may go down in the future, or at least coffee may become more scarce because of climate change. You've got uh, coffee farms not as productive once temperatures, global temperatures rise. That means they have to basically move up the hill to colder temperatures, which means they have to deforest, wow. you know, jungles and all that. There's a lot of issues that may come to be and coffee may become a luxury for people. So Atomo is trying to make coffee mm-hmm. from a molecular standpoint. And uh, yeah, it's very novel. Mm-hmm. And you can check out AtomoCoffee.com and check out the Kickstarter. You can even buy coffee, which will be delivered in the Q4 of 2019. Awesome. Anyways, Atomo Coffee, check it out. Cool, and that's the red hat you have over there in the corner. Uh, no, that Oops. is not. <laughs> nope, okay. No. But we do have red hats too. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I One of the things I love about just brands in general is their branding. Um, so I'm excited to see you the Atomo like brand. You just branding because it's brandy. It's in <laughs> your name. Branding with brandy. It's in your no, DNA. No, but I really do love brand. I love, I love. I love brand. I love brand. I love, I love brands. To go back on what what you had talked about last week and you studying molecular biology, was it? Yes. Uh, that, like, it just fascinates me. Like, you, when you drink a cup of coffee, you don't think, or at least I don't think about the science behind it. And I just am fascinated um, how just the molecular uh, burpity burp burp to make that coffee is. Like, that's really cool. I, I mean, I think. A lot of geeks like me geek out over coffee because there is so much science involved yeah. in terms of getting flavors to come out. You know, if you're doing espresso, we're talking there's dry weights, there's wet weights. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a big geek and I'll get a scale and measure how many beans go into my grinder and then how much, you know, coffee is extracted from that. Right. You can geek out for ages. And I think Atomo, not to plug it again, I think Atomo, you know, I think there's so much ritual behind coffee and the way, you know, where it comes from, the flavors, the way that it's processed, what part of the world. I think, you know, we never want to let go of that. And right. there's so much beauty in in like a product like coffee mm. and so many others where it has a story to tell. Yeah. And then you can take that and there's so many different ways to express it. Um, you have... Espresso. <laughs> espresso. Espresso. There's no X in there. Uh, Sorry, espresso. Espresso. Uh, you can use an espresso machine. And then from espresso, you can make many different delicious drinks using milk and, you know, almond milk, whatever Butter. you want to call it. Butter coffee. Uh, you can use a Chemex, Aeropress, you know, a crazy Todd Carmichael uh, from La Cologne, which is that red hat over okay. there, uh, has this thing called the Dragon, which looks mm-hmm. like a bong, but you can make coffee yes, out of it. Yes, I've had one of those, and those are delicious. And, y- y- you know, coffee really does taste different with all of those different methods. Oh, like, I amazing. personally am not really a geek about coffee, but when I'm around coffee geeks, like, you really start, it opens your mind, and then it just, you know, now when I have coffee, I'm like, huh, well, the flavor of this. So mm-hmm. that'd be fun, actually, to do, like, a coffee tasting. Oh, and, I've... like, you could teach, we could do, like, a um, Coffee 101, and you can teach me stuff. I will teach you stuff. I have green coffee, and I'm a big geek, and I roast it right here at the studio. Cool. And, uh, you know, we can do coffee tastings. We can show different locations. I'd actually start a whole podcast 
excuse me, a whole different podcast about coffee. tasting coffee and all that. Mm-hmm. So anyways, more talk for another episode. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think we've covered quite a bit in a little Did bit we? of time. What time. How long have we been speaking with one another? I don't even know. Oh. Time goes by so quickly. Yeah. Um, love and coffee beans. Love and coffee beans. Is episode. that our theme? Yeah. Just for this theme, this episode, love and coffee beans. Love and love. Are you love saying and coffee love and beans. coffee beans? Love or and love and coffee beans. beans. But you're love and coffee beans. I love coffee beans. <laughs> I, I think maybe too, you know, <laughs> I, I should come up beans. with some kind of speed dating coffee tasting. Yes. Yeah. Actually, that's a great idea because when you have a coffee tasting, you have a bunch of different cups that you set out, you grind up the beans, you mix the hot water, and then you go around almost in a circle tasting the different flavors. Yeah. We could set something up where it's speed dating coffee tasting. I like speed that. Speed dating coffee tasting, dating your coffee beans. We'll come up with that jingle. Yeah. yeah. Dating your coffee beans. Because <laughs> we're all human beans <laughs> drinking coffee beans. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you up to um, after our podcast today, Danny? Going to the mountains. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, good. I'm going to have uh, dinner with my best friend, Amy, who is also Amy. adopted. She was adopted from Korea. Oh. I was adopted from the Philippines. Um, and I haven't seen her for a few weeks. So we have a lot to catch up on. And I'm Where excited guys, for are you going to go out to I don't know. To somewhere on, on Tennyson. Where do you have any recommendations? What kind of food do you want to eat? Anything. Food. I like food. You, you know, this actually brings up a good point. This will tail end our podcast. Uh I think it would be great to feature a little local business in, mm, yes. in Denver. Um, so, yeah, if you want a recommendation, yes. uh, what, yeah, what are you looking for? What kind of flavors? <clears throat> um, I have experience? not thought that far. Something inexpensive and delicious on the healthier side. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's, I'm, I will eat anything. Well, I think I will uh, recommend okay. Vital Root for you. Oh, okay. Have you been? No. Oh, okay. Well, Vital Root, it's a uh, Justin Cucci restaurant. Mm. So you may be familiar with Root Down, Linger. Mm-hmm. This is a big, big advertisement for Justin Cucci. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Root Down, one of my favorites. L5, probably one of my top five places in Denver. Uh, Linger, Ophelia's uh, Electric Soapbox. Is mm-hmm. that what it's called? And then Vital Root is his and there's Vital, it's like a yoga studio on Tennyson too. They came together and made a uh, almost like quick service health food. It's primarily vegetarian, a lot of vegan food, but very delicious. Okay. And it's done almost like, I guess quick service would be the most uh, accurate description. Okay. Where you line up, you order take your number, they bring it out to you. And I will say one of my favorite features about Vital Root is they have a tap of water where you can get regular, uh, I think room temperature, chilled and sparkling Ooh, all on tap. Very fun. That's exciting. You can serve yourself. That's awesome. Highly recommend it. I love sparkly water. You know, I, I'm kind of taking a hiatus um, from drinking alcohol. 
And yep. so I've been experimenting like, you know, it's so easy to drink. Like you go out with your friends after work for happy hour, you go and meet up and you have a beer. And so I've been just experimenting what it's like to go out and not drink. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, just ordering bubbly water with the lemon, just it does the trick. And oh, uh, yeah, it's the best. like I feel like I'm drinking something and it feels good going down and yet it, there's no alcohol involved and it's just it's just been nice like I know that you you had spent all of January not drinking mm -hmm. um it isn't it amazing how when you don't drink you see how much we do drink when we don't realize that we drink oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah so I'm kind of just on a I'm experimenting with myself and then also like what are the social like how is it to be social when you're not drinking with people who are drinking? You know, how do you perceive other people? What are your conversations like? Like, you know, as the night gets um, later and later, like these conversations get wild. They can get real yeah. wild. So how is it when you are completely stone cold sober um, talking to your friends who might have a little buzz or be just totally um, drunk? <laughs> I, I will say I love it. Uh I got into the zone where I was like, like you said, I get like club soda, lime, uh, maybe, uh, you know, a little bit of orange juice or something mm -hmm. to spice it up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it feels so good um, to be clear headed. I will say the one thing that's a little annoying is like as the night progresses and people are getting like wasted, mm -hmm. then it's like you're on a different level and it's yeah yeah it's not as fun yeah to that's be like to <laughs> sober while everybody's on that drunken level right yeah uh, but for the most part I had a great time I would also I would also go play beer pong with a bunch of friends at uh, one of the bars and I would just get a pitcher of water. And, awesome. And play. I, I'm horrible at beer pong, though, I will say. <laughs> and being sober does not help. I think I'm probably I'm probably better drunk. Another really quick question. Where do sober people hang out at in the evenings and on weekends? That's like, a what good is, question. Like, like we need more things for yeah. sober people. Yeah. And that's why I like Daybreaker, which uh, we had another Daybreaker, yes. which is fun in Boulder. I got to be Boulder. Danny's light girl. Yep. Yeah. We'll pop a clip on there. Yeah. Uh, that was awesome. And we need more stuff like that. Yeah. That's why I'm so all about this Daybreaker thing. Yeah. You do yoga, which I love doing. And then you do a dance party. Yeah, you just no do alcohol. a dance party, no alcohol. No alcohol. And yeah. it's a great place. I'm I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of attractive girls there, too. Yeah. Uh, and boys. So, and yeah, and boys. And guys, men. And guys. Yeah. So People. There's a lot of attractive people. Highly recommend going to Daybreaker. Yeah. You should check it out. It's probably in your city. Yep. It's definitely here. We know the people that in run Denver. it. Denver. Where it's 32 degrees. That's right. No specific date, but <laughs> no it is 32 date. degrees. <laughs> um, yeah, that's why I like like adventurizing. That's why I like snowboarding, wakeboarding. Like, That's why I like to be active, but you don't do those things at night. So I would just like to know, like, what's something fun to do at night that doesn't involve drinking? And I, like, I really love having super intellectually deep conversations. So like, where do you meet those people? Yeah. There's a place down here called Book Bar. And oh, it yeah. is it is a bar and they do serve wine. But I think you go there easily, just start chatting up a storm with somebody about a uh -huh. book. Huh. Um, and it's very like a community-based place. Huh. So maybe you go to Vital Root tonight with your friend and yep. then go check out Book Bar, mate. Book Bar, like And it. it wouldn't be complete if we didn't end talking in some <laughs> talking kind of accent. Accent. 
<laughs> it's so funny. Like I, for the first two minutes of our last podcast, I didn't really even realize that I had an accent until I was watching myself and I was like, oh. Uh, my friend listened to our podcast and she's uh-huh. like, oh, she kind of threw me off because she had an accent and then she didn't have one. I was a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were you like, she was just playing. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was like, yeah. she's just playing. She's just you'll, playing. You'll get to know her. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you never know, to know what accent I'm going to have or what, what language I might speak. Yeah, nobody knows. Yeah, nobody knows. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> anywho, beans and love. Yeah. Love and beans. Love and beans. Uh, <laughs> check out that. Atomo Coffee. Yeah. Check out Fashion Denver. Yeah. Check out Brandy's awesome article on 303 Mag. You will appreciate it. And uh, we'll chat at you later, huh? Yeah, wait, actually, what one thing do you want to leave our viewers, listeners, hearers with like we did last week? Like, Oh, I thought it was love and beans. No, but that's not like a question <laughs> that people can ask themselves and then go oh, forward. Well, I was I thought what you just said was great, too. What did I say? Where do people go? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so tell us. Put it put in the comments. Yes, please if, do. Yeah. Where do people go for sober fun and deep conversation? Yeah. Or maybe not so deep, but yeah. conversation. You know, I just thought about, uh, that's the other reason I like this chairlift uh, speed dating is there's no alcohol involved. Hmm. You know? Unless you're one of those people who has a little a flask. flask yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except for that. <laughs> you get on the chair. <laughs> hey there, darling. Go, 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 go. <laughs> just fall hey off there, the chair. Darling. <laughs> awesome. Well, everybody, until next time, I'll be darling. Yes. Zaichen. Zaichen. Konnichiwa. Ciao, Bella. Later. The Danny and Brandy Show brought to you by The Space Brigade. <laughs>